Hi, welcome to episode 88 of Whispers Plant Spirit Medicine Podcast. I'm Amanda Nicole, and I have some medicine for you. The last couple of days, a phrase has been floating in my mind and in my heart. It's a phrase that was part of a series I offered on my Instagram account. The series was called Mullen Says, and as you might imagine, the medicine of that particular offering encouraged slowness, patience. So some of the phrases were, it's okay to open slowly, intimacy takes time. But the phrase that has been pressing the last couple of days and wants to move through this episode is this phrase, in time, the center is revealed. So when I originally shared that message, what I had in mind was the idea that our center is revealed, that in time, our center, our essence, the core of who we are is revealed. So for those of us who may feel like late bloomers or that we're 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, however old we might be, and we should have all this figured out already and know why we're here and what we're doing. Um, Mullen is a beautiful medicine that says your center will be revealed. It is being revealed in time. You can trust the process. And so the image that we would have then with Mullen is this plant that is a biennial where it's first year. It puts down roots and creates this beautiful rosette of leaves. And then the second year where the rosette becomes a little fuller as from the center, another leaf and another leaf folds back until the center is revealed and the stalk begins to reach for the sky and the flowers bloom here around the summer solstice. So this is what I had in mind when I originally shared this medicine message was that this center I was speaking of was our center and our discovery even of our own center. But the last couple of days, this phrase wants to be applied in a different way. So not so much our discovery of our center, but the discovery of our center by another. And most particularly, I think this episode wants to focus on that in a an intimate way. Um, it could be a friendship, but I'm finding the focus to be especially on maybe romantic partnerships. I think that for those that embody the masculine energy, so often men, although women can do the same, I find that there is sometimes an impatience or a directness or even an aggressiveness in getting to the point and getting to the center. So maybe you say, 
Hi, my name's Joe. Hi, my name's Megan. Then he asks, you know, where are you from? And you answer the question. And he asks what you do for a living. And you answer the question. And then maybe he says, so, you know, do you think there's a future here for us? <laughs> I don't know. Do you ever think to yourself, my goodness, slow down, right? It's not the time. That was too fast. That was too direct. Or you are in a similar situation, perhaps, and names are exchanged and maybe some little details about where you're from and maybe what you studied in college or whatever. And then their next question is, so what did you discover in your dark night of the soul or what lessons have you learned from past relationships or what do you think you were responsible for in failed endeavors in the past or something like that, like something heavy. And it just is so ill-timed, right? And part of it is because there's a rush, a rush to get to the point, a rush to get to the center, really a rush to find out what's here and is it for me, right? Can I have it? Without any lead up, any, any process towards honestly, that level of intimacy. And this was one of the lessons, one of the messages that I offered as part of Mullen was intimacy takes time. So perhaps an individual is able to gather the facts. Perhaps now they know why previous relationships failed, or perhaps now they know what you prefer in this way or what you don't prefer in that way or whatever, whatever they're asking. Now they have the facts. They got their questions answered. Their boxes are checked. And the questions perhaps that they've asked, if you've chosen to answer them, may be considered personal and intimate. But has intimacy been created just because there are facts now share just because their boxes now checked. No. Intimacy is an energy. Intimacy is a state of being. So maybe here's another way to think of it. Let's say that you do have an intimate relationship with your best friend. You tell them about your struggles. You tell them about your soul. You tell them about your heartbreaks and your losses. You tell them about your discoveries. You tell them about these inner parts of yourself. And you share these things with your best friend because you've shared moments and experiences and conversations. And over time, you've built trust and you've created this 
intimacy between the two of you. And so now there's this energy and this state of being between you and your best friend. And there's intimacy there. It's not just the facts that they know. It's the energy, the words, the receiving, the giving, the interaction, the relationship, the weaving, you see? Well, what if that friend goes and tells someone else what you shared with them? It doesn't have to be broken trust. (laughs) Maybe it is, but it doesn't have to be a broken trust. Maybe you know that they're doing that. Maybe you don't mind it, right? Maybe you do, (laughs) but they share these facts with another person. Does the fact that this other person now know these facts, does, does it mean that this person who now knows a little more of your story, are you now intimate with that person? Do you now experience intimacy with this other person? Of course not. The energy isn't there. The state of being isn't there. There hasn't been the the giving and the receiving and the moments and the experience and the words and the tones and the facial expressions and the touch and the time. You see what I mean? It's not the same. It's not the same. And I don't know how you guys feel about it, but what I'm going for in my relationships, whatever they may be, whether they're friendship or romantic or business or whatever, however I'm interacting with another human, I really am desiring true intimacy on whatever level that comes. We don't, we don't engage at the same level of intimacy with everyone. I'm not interested in listing facts or boxes being checked, but I don't mind at all if in time those questions are answered and those boxes are checked because intimacy grew over time. Intimacy was created over time. So, This phrase, in time, the center is revealed. In time, if you are patient, you will will have an answer. In time, if you are patient and loving and kind and receptive and all these things, you will know what is for you to know. In time, if it's meant for you, the center will be revealed. So slow down. Start at the periphery. I was sitting in class with a group of students several years ago, and we were sitting with a second year, Mullen. The stock hadn't yet risen. It was early in the season, but the rosette was so beautiful and soft and fluffy and big and just lovely. And when we settled in to sit with this plant, 
afterwards, one of the women in the circle shared that her immediate impulse was to reach in and to touch the center of the mullen, to touch the center of the rosette. And she almost did so, but felt the plant resist and say no and encourage her to start from the outside with the leaves and to wait for an invitation. So yes, so we sit down with this beautiful mullein plant with these soft, inviting leaves to look at, yeah. <laughs> but we start maybe just by admiring, enjoying, being present. We don't even touch yet right? If we're going to touch at all. And then if we feel drawn to touch the plant or we feel it drawing us, we, we pause and we see, may I? Is there an invitation here? And if the answer is yes, then we, we touch. And maybe we start with just the edge of the leaves, just brushing the edge, you know? And then if it feels like we're invited to come further in, maybe a whole leaf, maybe we are touching the leaves along the outside. And if we're invited and we feel the yes, then we move further towards the center to these smaller, softer leaves that are in towards the center. And maybe at some point we will be asked to touch the center of Mullen. At some point, maybe that invitation will be there. I will say that so far in my experience, I haven't yet heard that invitation to touch the center. It's curious because this experience that this woman had in class, I saw with one of my children recently. We were together and we found Mullen somewhere out and about. And it was a rosette, no stock yet. And my little one who's five, without any hesitation, just immediately took her hand and went straight to the center to touch it. And I said, no, 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 slow down, you know? But the medicine was there, that impulse, you know, because don't we all desire that, you know, to touch the center, to know the center? I find this also to be part of how those that embody the feminine energy, women, sometimes experience men physically or others. It doesn't have to be men. It can be another woman. That impulse to go directly to the center physically. So if you look at a mullein rosette and you look at the center, it looks like a clitoris. <laughs> it does. It's just so beautiful and so sensual and vulnerable. And this is often the part of the female body that, you know, draws the attention because what we've been taught what has been told to us is that it's this place where 
she'll feel pleasure. It's this place where she'll climax. It's this place where she'll, where she'll orgasm. And that's what we're going for. You know, so we go right to the center. It's too much. And you're missing so much. Slow down. Wait for the invitation. You may not even receive it because it may not even be necessary. (laughs) If you begin at the periphery and start at the edges and begin to slowly create the intimacy, the energy, you'll be invited closer and closer and closer and closer to the center. Perhaps you'll eventually receive that invitation, but maybe you won't. And maybe what will happen, which so often happens with the mole implant, is that without anyone touching the center, what happens? The explosion. The explosion of the stem, of the flowers, the what is the word? It's like a sunburst (laughs) of energy. What we would think of as the climax or the orgasm, the bliss, without that ever being necessary. I would encourage us to slow down, to appreciate that intimacy takes time to know that in time the center is revealed the questions will be answered if by the time you get to the center they're still there at all (laughs) you will know what there is to know in time the stories will come the revelations will come The connections will come. The desired moment of sacred ecstasy, emotionally, physically, spiritually, it will come in time. The center is revealed. It is revealed if it's meant for you. (laughs) Move slowly. Wait for the invitation. Let some of the directness drop away. Let some of the aggression drop away. Let some of the hurriedness and the impatience drop away. There is this other aspect of the masculine that doesn't often get much attention currently in our society and in our culture. So we think of the masculine as, we think of it as assertive and active and taking action. But the stillness, the stillness that is the masculine quality where you can hold the space, be the container, while the opening just occurs. So think of it this way. With a mullen plant, 
if you sit with it. And so you come, it's a first year mullein. It's just beginning to lift its little head from the ground. It's just beginning to unfurl its leaves from the center. And you sit and you watch. And the first year it opens, it opens very slowly. And you just sit in stillness, holding the space, observing. Maybe you return the second year and you watch again as it opens leaf by leaf, becoming fuller and fuller and fuller, revealing more and more of itself to you, opening more and more and more to its center. And you still, you wait. You're still. If you do that in time, what happens? The opening is complete. All of the leaves that were meant to fall back have fallen back. The center is revealed and you will have the honor of watching the center begin to rise up. You'll watch it rise and reach for the sky. And if you have patience enough and you can be still enough, you will watch it begin to bloom. And you know how a mullein is at the top, <laughs> you know, dozens and dozens, scores of flowers. You'll watch one by one how they light up and they open and there's a firework and a firework and a sunburst and a sunburst and an opening and an opening. You'll watch it over and over and over again. And all you had to do was hold the space and be still and admire and enjoy and encourage. Maybe at some point, I'm sure, in that process, you will experience Mullen inviting you to touch it. You will experience Mullen inviting you to with your hands, experience this process with Molin. I have had Molin talk to me about touch me this way, touch me that way, move the, your hand this way, move your hand that way. It's really lovely. But this masculine quality of stillness and what is possible, what potential is building and then being released in the stillness. There's so much more that could be said, but maybe that is enough for this episode. I feel like I want to sing the Mullen song one more time. I've done it in a past episode, but I'd like to sing it today before I finish. It's okay to open slowly, leaf by leaf and day by day. You don't need to rush your going, you'll get there, you're on your way. Slow down, gentle, slow down, wait. You're invited and you won't be late.
It's okay to open slowly, leaf by leaf and day by day. You don't need to rush your going, you'll get there, you're on your way. Time is timeless, step outside. You're invited and you're right on time. It's okay to open slowly, leaf by leaf and day by day. You don't need to rush your going, you'll get there, you're on your way. Okay, that's it for today. Check the show notes for Touching Nettles and Creative Residency offerings. Bye-bye.